from the land of mystery where dreams become reality always listening to stories from the past the present and the future this is back to your story What's up, people? Thank you so much for tuning in. I'd like to share with you a little story. Uh, it's our first sponsor called Jupiter. They are the first CBD company on the market to focus on alleviating stress, which is really important to me because I talk about this all the time. And CBD is part of my daily regimen. Every single day, I take this stuff, um, and it really just helps alleviate. It kind of helps melt away the stress after a long day's work. Um, they're also USD organic. They're single strain origin. They only use the flower. Three step testing process. They're offering something special to you guys. It's called the Jupiter Journey. It's a two-week supply. It's only $19. That includes shipping, which is freaking nuts. And then after that, on your second purchase, because I know you guys will buy it again, um, you get $10 off just by using my coupon code called Storytime. I'll put all the information in the show notes. Go to getjupiter.com. Thanks, guys. So as I'm done wrapping that shit up, let me talk a little bit about my buddy, my brother, Mr. Zachary Goldberg. Yeah, that's right. You got another Goldberg on the podcast today. Um, what's funny is he was the first podcast I ever did, but I didn't. He, didn't, I guess, he didn't get the cut. <laughs> I'm just joking. But um, yeah, this dude is an up and coming star in uh, the world that he lives in, the world that I live in, the hair world. Just anything that he touches his hands to. It's really cool to meet people when they're on the brink of explosion. Um, and we're definitely going to check in with him from time to time. But uh, yeah, let's get to it. Here's Zachary Goldberg. All right, all right, all right. It's your boy, Brock Goldberg. Welcome to Back to Your Story. I'm here today with a a very handsome young man by the name of Zachary Goldberg. He is my, uh, he's my cousin. Guilty, guilty, and guilty. (laughs) Guilty of charge. Uh, A lot of people say that uh, he looks like my wife's and I, uh, little son. He is a beautiful natural redhead, just like my wife, and um, he, uh, he's, he's living with us right now. How's everything going? Everything's great. It is actually kind of freaky how much I look like you guys. So, <laughs> as much as it's brought up, I'm still not over it. It just doesn't make sense. It's 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 true. I mean, if Alyssa and I were walking uh, walking around with you in the middle, uh, you would definitely look like our little boy. Which we've also gotten approached. Is that exactly <laughs> true for? It's like, no. when did we have kids, though? Because uh, like I'm 33, uh, you're 24, so I guess Alyssa and I were making babies at a very young age. You never know. <laughs> That's probably why it came out so gorgeous looking. It was like a little tweak in the Janine. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's true it's true so um so let's get down to it man um where are you from where'd you grow up tell me tell me your story yeah <laughs> my story starts in the beautiful rich town of bakersfield california Boom. and yeah if you aren't from bakersfield you definitely wouldn't describe it that way and if you are from bakersfield you probably still wouldn't describe it that way i'm just trying to make it seem nicer than it is yeah but uh yeah grew up there um made it out thanks to you out here in los angeles no. now but uh, shoot, as far as my story goes, I mean, after the last few years, like uh, it's really when it's like picked up and I've just kind of gotten a, a big hold of like 
who I am more and like working on like my veganism. That's been yeah. something I'm doing lately and like sure. working on my hair and all that kind of stuff, just building a future and, um, you know, family, yeah. stuff like that. I really haven't had family that I could walk around and say I looked alike before. So I know it's that's crazy. always nice, right? For, for you and I growing up, we, uh, we, we had this big age gap, right? And I always remember looking at you as like little Zach, little Zach. Um, and I never would have imagined all these years later, you, you living with us, you getting into the hair industry, um, becoming my best friend in the goddamn world, my brother, my, you, the, the relationship that you and Alyssa have. Um, I have to say when it first started happening, I was very intimidated. I was like, fuck this. I do not want him living here. Like I, I had all of these feelings because for me, I, I'm like, I don't know. I, it's like, I'm the only alpha in the room a lot of the times. And, uh, having, even though like your family, right. And, and even though I knew you weren't going to fuck my wife, um, uh, there was, it was just no scary. <laughs> and well, that's all right. As long as I can watch. Yeah. <laughs> um, nice. but it, it definitely intimidated me and, um, it, it, it took some, some time getting over. And I, I do remember sitting down with you, um, having a conversation when it was ready in time for you to move in. And, uh, we, we sat in the kitchen table and it was just, we were talking about passiveness, you know, for, for me having a lot of roommates, regardless of their family or not, um, I would always let things slide and then they would always manifest and manifest. And I, I don't know when it happened. Um, we, we had that conversation, um, but I don't know when it happened, but, but something fucking changed where uh there'll be times where i'm just kind of like sitting back and and just staring at you two like i was working out the other day in the living room and i couldn't hear what the hell you guys were talking about but i could see Alyssa laughing her ass off and and you laughing and and so it went from like brock you're a fucking idiot this is your cousin like 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 what the fuck um to now like i'm gonna cry right now because it's just so amazing and and um you know this is what this is all about. You know, life is a blink of an eye and we take a lot of things for granted. Hold on. I'm, let me, I'm just like holding on this fucking blunt. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. You, you can't take the weed for granted. We're nope, out here in nope. California. That happens often. <laughs> God damn. Fuck it. We definitely, yeah. I can't smoke too much of it, but um, nah, I don't blame you. we take, we t- I take a, I, I don't know. I, tend to sometimes take things for granted. And as I'm getting older, I'm starting to realize things and push things to the front. That's why I'm bringing this up right now. I don't even know if you know about this. I don't even know if Alyssa shared it with you, right? But I I was, I was truly intimidated. And it was just because you're another alpha, man. You're a fucking, um, a loud, an amazing, passionate human being that I see a lot of similarities of myself in, but you have a lot of traits that I also wish I had and I don't. And, 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 and that's okay. But now I, I get to see the relationship foster between you and Alyssa, um, the relationship foster between you and I, and I know I can be definitely a challenge to live with. Um, but, it, but it's awesome. And, and, you know, this is about your story. You know, you, you started out in Bakersfield, um, which, uh, to people who don't know, it's like bumfuck Egypt of Literally. you know of middle or southern California. Mm-hmm. What was that like growing up for you in a place that I don't know? I, I just I, maybe I'm speaking for you, but you always felt different. Maybe you weren't that. No, you're know. not wrong. You're not wrong. That, that's the case there, though. It's it's a, a red dot on a big blue state, yep. and like I kind of um, <laughs> am a pretty blue person in that kind of aspect. <laughs> so going around there, also being uh, just in not necessarily myself in those days too, like having so much like of myself with like 
not capable of being shown because it wasn't the environment for it. So there's a lot of like holding yourself back. And I think that's like the level of alpha I've become as well. I like that you put it that way because like it's really true. I've I've kind of been raised around a lot of alphas and like working with them. And I'm the type of leader that can lead with someone. I'm like that type of person. I like to grow with someone. Like I don't believe that anyone's best on their own. So it's like, you know, we are different, but we are, if we're both leaders, then there's obviously qualities in both of us that are worth it. So you got to step back and like, look at those things and make it the best environment. Of course. And like your people succeed and you succeed. Like that's a big thing I've been trying to work on in myself in the last like year or so in in general. And like, I feel like it's kind of late in life is just like working on really representing your team and like the people that you're with and like your surroundings and like, you know, like, this is my environment now. Like I'm here and I'm in your house and like I'm developing our concept of family and developing our concept of brotherhood and placing ourselves right. You know, like when we're second cousins, but we're brothers. Yeah, it's so crazy. It's it's an interesting situation. It is. And like Alyssa, like that's not just like your girl. That's like, that's that's my sister now. So like, She's really developed in a lot of a lot of ways too. Like in yes. the ways that you're absent, she gets to be present for me, and yeah. like vice versa. Because you guys act two different ways and talk about two different things. Yes, and like has made this transition easier. Like for sure, with all the things I'm doing, and like you know, breaking down that wall. Like living in Bakersfield was not the deal, and I left. I went to yeah. San Diego for a year, and that's actually when we reconnected the exactly. first time. But yeah, it was. life happens; you fall off again, uh, of course. And then. Not not you fall off, but like life just falls off. No, we no, fell no, off yeah, again. And uh, luckily, you decided to go and marry this wonderful woman over there. <laughs> so that brought us together again. And that's kind For of sure. sense, like it's what's crazy. kept us running. Yeah. But uh, being there and like just not being able to be expressive, and then finding out like that I can now be my version of the alpha I want to be, and like yes. start building my life. And this is like just like you know, there's just been opportunity after opportunity that's like taught me how to maximize things, and like I've sabotaged myself for like so long because I've played like almost like a pity role because I grew up in somewhere that like oh like what was me like oh it's little Bakersfield everyone makes it sound so terrible but then like once I got away I didn't like where I was out there either necessarily and I was like oh shoot it might be me and this is this is (laughs) no 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 no. but 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 you know this is the same thing for for some people you know so many humans are uh, not all the same, right? And, and there can be very uh, strong similarities uh, between people that don't even know each other. And what I mean by that is being an individual born in a place where everyone is walking, let's say, right, and you're the type of person that walks left. That, although in my mind sounds fucking amazing because a human being like that can foster into something that is truly um uh, uh, just outstanding and outstanding, an outlier of a human being. And um, some people get stuck, but some people are able to latch on. And what I mean by that is uh, create a surrounding for themselves. They say that you'll be like the five closest people in your life. Well, I always give this um, kind of analogy, like if you hang out with a whole bunch of fucking drug dealers and drug addicts, well, what are you going to probably be? Shooting up. Exactly. If you hang out with a whole bunch of millionaires and people that are successful and that take care of themselves, and maybe they don't even have to be millionaires, just people that work hard and push forward in life, right? Just throw the millionaire thing out. But people with head, their head above the wall. Exactly. And what are you going to be? For I, I, 100%. And um it's really awesome because I remember the very first time I reached out to you trying to get you to um, just check out the hair industry and all of that. And it was in such a 
looking back, you're insane. Yeah. Well, looking back, I was like, nah, I probably should have taken him something like ISSE mm -hmm. to show him like the, 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 the big part of the industry. ISSE is the international salon and spa expo. It's like the, um, creme de la creme of a hair show, 30,000 people attend it. And, um, it's a, party. it's a fucking party, right? Um, you don't even have to be a hairdresser and you'll have a fantastic time. Um, but I reached out to you and I'm happy that when I reached out to you and brought you to a class that I was teaching, um, that you're like, no, 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 like not right now, pretty much. Yeah. Right. And that was very smart because at that time I was not ready in my life to give you all that. I think I can share with you as you get older. And I know there's a lot of things I'm learning from you too. So it's a vice versa things, not yeah. one way. Like you were still learning. It wasn't your time to be the yeah. mentor yet. And like, no. I felt like I was still learning in a way like it wasn't my my moment to be the the the, the apprentice in this situation. Yes. Yeah, and like I wasn't ready to to take myself into that situation. And I mean, I could have said yes and like went to ISSE with you four years ago now when you invited me. Yeah, and I'm glad I waited until two years ago one or a year ago when I had to make some pretty wild decisions on you my did. own. But there was a bunch of things that put me to getting there. To where I can actually withstand being here now, like cutting off my life, changing everything. You of know? course. So, so people that um, would be listening to this when you're talking about what were you doing before you uh, moved in and shared this beautiful home that Alyssa and I have with you? Before you moved in and um, you know started working with Tamara, uh, what were you doing before that? Yeah, before before I got in this whole hair game and being right where I'm at right now, I was. Uh, I'd been working since I was 16. I had my first job in a restaurant. And like after that, it was just uphill with job after job yeah. of like being good for myself, putting myself at the top spot in those positions and doing that and kind of overachieving in a lot of big ways. But yeah. sometimes I'm like, damn, you really put in all that effort for that. <laughs> but then I'm like, no, 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 no. You got to pull your own stuff out of every single one of those situations. Yeah. And like all that work I put into be able to apply to my new profession that I'm doing now, like my version of college or something. You yes. Know? But <laughs> I uh, then got a job at Starbucks when I was 18 and that's when I like quit all my other jobs and I just worked at Starbucks and like yeah. five months later they were like, let's put you as a supervisor. And you at know, 18? It, it, yeah, it makes you feel like a hotshot. Uh, like, of course, of course. I'm a supervisor. Course. I got now. fired from Starbucks yeah. when I was 18. So you becoming a supervisor <laughs> just yeah. shows the, the different differences between us. The family, Fuck, but different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I got I got bumped up there and people made me feel really good and like it was decent pay. You know, my apron was still the same color as everyone yeah. else's. Yeah. But like, it's it, didn't make the difference like it put me in that that spot where also like I got to create the, the environment of my own like you know direct people help people like I needed a job I knew other people were there they needed a job and like make it easier not be that like supervisor that everyone hated like that boss that you hate like I also hate when people call me that boss I was like whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> not the case well, it's weird yeah. it's it's very unique for the first time someone that is put in that position at such a young age right for yeah. them to call you other than your first name and look yeah. at you as uh, something other than just a regular worker becoming, you know, exactly. some type of supervisor. Uh, it's a lot. It's it's a lot. Well, one of my partners that I had to to manage at the time, I'd yeah. have to do sit downs with her. She's fifty six. Holy I shit! I was like, you're literally like you already. She already had a career, a profession, everything, yeah. and then was like, oh, I'm just gonna go work at Starbucks now. I'm over that. I retired. I'm like, okay, well, that's not, you know, we still got <laughs> stuff to do here, you know? <laughs> Come so, on, lady. Yeah, like, uh, you can't just be, just be gabbing around the whole time, but yeah. she was real nice, you know, like, but that taught me something about myself. And so I worked my way through Starbucks and I, I held keys at like six different stores and I worked my way up and wanted to do a bunch of stuff, open brand new ones. And like really went through like a lot of training and like hard work and, yes. and managing people and being inclusive in the workplace and like 
kind of actually being in a free environment too, yeah, like being sure. in Bakersfield, but still getting to like yeah. be inside somewhere that like you create. Like Starbucks is so inclusive. Like you know. <laughs> so I, I, I have a question, um, and I already know the answer to this, but I just want to ask, uh, or I'm going to share with you. When I worked at Starbucks, it's so crazy to see how Starbucks has changed and evolved as a business because when I was 18, 19 years old working at Starbucks in West Palm Beach, Florida, um, you had to cover your tattoos. I was yeah. saved up. I had to cover my tattoos. They're way more strict. I, I couldn't have like a beard, anything like that, right? And to see now evolve where it's just like, you know, obviously tattoos are so acceptable now, but um, it's just crazy to see that. Yeah, you can wear your own <laughs> shirt and not yeah. a black polo. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I ha- I couldn't like grow out of like a beard. And even though I, I wouldn't mm-hmm. have back then, you, you you couldn't have a bigger but beard. But your hand's fully tatted yeah. right now. Like oh, you would have been yeah. never even considered in that Dude, situation. Dude, so for me, even looking like at my hands now, it's like, holy shit, I... I always loved Travis Barker, always loved tattoos. Um, to think now at 33 years old, having my hands fucking blasted. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the pleasures you were trying to create with the lifestyle you built, though. Yeah, yeah, that's why we want yeah. to be hairstylists. Like, yeah. I'm if you, fucking if you so don't want happy. my hands to be tatted, <laughs> then like, get out of my chair, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. No, no, I get it. Yeah. I get it. So you were at Starbucks. I was there from 18 to 22. Okay. And I wow, left, longevity. Yeah, I, I left there when I was 22. I worked at between Bakersfield and San Diego. Then I moved back to Bakersfield for a yeah. bit. Why? Why did you leave? I left Starbucks because like I felt like moving up the people that were already uh, like above me, they were yeah. going to be my my peers and my equals. And they weren't people that I thought were going to take that legitimately. And I was like, well, I'm going to get myself just into more chaos, into another career path that I don't want to be down. And I was like, you're going to be a Starbucks manager making $50,000 a year at 22. That's great. But it sounds like I'm going to get stuck. Yes. And that's not what I was looking for. Yeah, so yeah. I left and went over to the bank. Yeah. I you just could had go to, this way. You go right or left in your life and you fucking chose. I'm about right jumping. Answer. Yeah. Like, I like good. to jump. And like I, I left there and I went to, to current schools, federal credit union. You know, they're a big credit union, took care of their employees. I loved it. I got myself making good money. I mean, you nice. know, they shot me my own desk and my own nice, extension. Nice, you know, you nice. know, so this is that next phase in your life. Yeah, like, like right? adult awesome. job. That's like, that, 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 yeah, that adult shit. Yeah, yeah, like where I'm wearing like a suit and tie every yeah. day at work. I can't like, see be, that. I can't yeah, exactly, because I'm such a different person uh, than really yes. that. But you know, I came in there looking smart. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, of course, of course, great. of course. Dapper head to toe. Hair I used to, I remember one time I was there, I got my, I got cornrows done and I got, I had long hair. It was just before I had seen you. cornrows? I had eight cornrows in my hair and I went to the bank for a week with them in <laughs> and like what did they I, say no one said anything to me yeah, they exactly. I got compliments but nice. I, <laughs> but I remember nice. I had people saying like are you serious you work at a bank <laughs> and you're going in with some with some yeah. rolls right now I'm like let me do what I gotta do if I gotta wear this suit <laughs> I look pretty bitch yeah it, I, on god I did yeah. Yeah, I had the little beads in them and everything yes. the little cross hanging out love it I fucking Drama. love it but yeah <laughs> it, it, it like it was it was a good job and cool. like I answered phones there and did some like some stuff like that for them and I liked it because you got to talk to like people on the phone all the time. Like I'd get old people calling in just to check their balance. Next thing you know, we're talking for like two hours and I can't hang up on them. Holy shit. And they're telling me the craziest shit. Or yeah, they're just like having cool. hard parts. Like I've cried on the phone with people like having similar heart issues to like my father and stuff yeah, like that. Respect. And like, the, the kind of stuff you just like hear about when like people are just come calling in like, hey, I waived your $30 fee because you overdrafted because you're broke, I'm broke, we're all broke, we get it, it's Bakersfield, you know what I mean? Uh, two, totally. So, How do you decipher between the two? Because um, there have been times in my life where I call in uh, and I get a completely different response, right? Um, just their I think it's just about the person behind it. Like, yeah. And also the environment yeah. you work in. Like I've been lucky enough to, to 
be in really good work environments. Like yes. current schools also took care of their employees, like cared about what people thought about them. They were a hometown cool. kind of deal. Nice. So you can I get in places that. like you work at an actual bank, like Chase and stuff when they're like, or like, uh, what was it? Wells Fargo that yeah. had some stuff, all of the news. Like, yeah, you know, always. yeah, there, there's always crap going on. It's yeah. so like those employees don't want to work there. No, of course. And that's part of the reason I ended up Unless leaving Unless you're too. that higher up, you know, the, the, the bosses. Exactly. You're making real coin. But yeah. other than that, you're just taking sweat over the phone the whole time. Yeah. And that's, and that's like not something I was interested Dude, in. Dude, I'm sure people like, I mean, I, you, I know for sure, like in, in some Asian cultures that, um, I mean, people do that because of the monotony, the, the, the amount of hours and just uh, type of work. I put in the you know a high risk of suicide. Yeah, right? and yeah. it's it's really true. Like you're sitting under fluorescent lights at the desk all day long, taking phone calls, and like they have me timed on everything that I'm doing. Like if I have to go up and take a piss, like that's timed. That's like, crazy. So it's like I'm not interested in you having like my phone topped, my computer yeah. topped, my laptop. And then I started training new people, and I'm like preaching <laughs> about like you know we got to do what's right for the member and all that. And I'm like I'm realize I'm a member, and like when I call in, I want someone to yeah. really give me a one customer service. Yeah, of course. But also, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, yeah. get your check yeah. and get out. So then I realized, like, you have to. Once again, Sometimes. I'm crawling up a ladder that yeah. I was like, shit, if yeah, I go no. up this ladder, I'm back in a position with more money in my pocket, but shit, I don't want to be doing. And like, you know, money has always been the motive, but at the same time, like, I really am trying to keep my mental sanity as much as I can because, like, it's wild sure. out here. So I, once again, you know, I just up and quit. Like, one day yeah, I, yeah. I packed up my desk and was just like, later guys I'm out two days later that's actually when I came and saw you I was at like uh like 45 minutes away from your house at like a okay. dinner party I had like a few glasses of wine it was like in the middle of the day and then I was like bro cut my hair I've been growing my hair out for like nine months and I gotta get a I job I remember now. that I yeah. remember that was that, was that at K? Salonka? No 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 that was here that yeah, was here that was Holy here shit. you weren't even at K anymore but oh. I came here because it was a year ago now last yeah, November yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like November yeah. 8th of la- the year before last yes. so 2018 yeah because I had literally just quit and I came here, you gave me like a three hour haircut and we were totally. just bullshitting three about it. Three hour haircut. <laughs> yeah. That's a typical brown hair. Yeah. yeah. I, if anything, it was on the shorter side yeah. of things. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we ended up talking and talking. It was like yeah. November and then Fuck you were like, yeah. oh, I got this hair event in January. Yes. And I was yes. like, oh. I remember that shit. <laughs> Fuck, man. Um, Totally. It was, I, I don't know. I just wanted to invite you. Yeah. I, I mean, as you had before, but it just, the time you had me right, like for some reason I was like, I need to get my haircut. Yeah. right now yeah. and like i chose that decision and like we came in here then we just started talking and talking and talking because pretty much all we do is talk yep. always always <laughs> and so uh yeah you thing. told me all about it and i was like well shit but i need a job now <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know I, I started doing like uber and lyft and some stuff like that and which was cool too because yes. you got to keep keep your own schedule you got to you know make money on quick it if is, i need to make a bill is. i could go make a bill real quick absolutely and like live my life and take out it's whatever fantastic. i want fantastic i mean just just to even think that there's a company like uber right um you know i, lo- I know a lot of people it's a like crazy talk concept. shit but like we now have the ability to just look at our phone and if we have a car get a job like that yeah let yes, me go make, no, some extra make as coin. much as you want mm-hmm. and now you might not like like how much they pay you right um an hour and i i don't know because i've never worked for uber but the the point is is having that ability because yeah. That if you want it, you got it. Like, it's not necessarily like I don't look at it like a career. Like, a lot of people do like do it a lot and they want to do like they've been passing new laws and stuff, yeah, about them having to make them actual employees and whatnot, which seems like a hassle and a half because it takes away the freelance side of it, of course. Like, even with the hair industry, like you're doing other stuff, but when you want to cut hair, you can cut some hair and make some extra coins. Absolutely, I need to go score some extra cash. Yeah, let me go and pick up my car that I have a car. I pay a car note for a reason, my insurance for a reason. Let me go make some money back on it real quick. 
because that's just the way it, it goes. But yeah, they might not get paid the best sometimes, but that's if it's busy, if it's not. And it also, it depends on if you want to hustle. Everything exactly. is always about how hard Absolutely. you're going to put in some effort. Absolutely. Like, you know, you get 20 hours at your job, pick up a shift. Exactly. Pick up another shift. Absolutely. Yeah, do, like, do what you can. Look for other things. Like so many people kind of get stuck in their norm. And it's for you, you've had this innate ability to take this leap of faith um, and if you look at the macro, the bird's eye view of your own life, um, it's on this trajectory that is going up and up and up and yeah. up. And if you, even just, though I feel low, hella low course, sometimes, of but course, that's I just the way it. it goes too. It is. It is. If it's so hard, and I know he says he was like, you, you, at this point, you sometimes can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. But once you reach that, and you I can don't see want it. To. That's way but too no, close. no, you'll hit that part. <laughs> no, you'll hit it, yeah. and then there'll be this other tunnel and this yeah, other tunnel, exactly. and that's that's where I'm at in my life, right? Um, but. You keep hopping out your tunnel and yeah. building a new one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. I want to build 10 tunnels. I mean, this is a new one right here, yeah, too. It's yeah, just like is, creating, first. creating all these different these different aspects. I mean, like even sometimes I sit back, I'm like, damn it, Brock, you literally just pulled me into hair this year yeah. and you're trying to pull yourself out of it in a way. Yeah, 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 but yeah. it's like, you know what? It's just constantly showing me of the course. same thing. It's like new endeavors. It's the same yeah. thing we've represented in each other's lives for a long time. Absolutely. It's just like opportunity on opportunity. We have to. So. We, we, we have to. And so now um, you leave you leave there you do uber um and what happened next we, we oh, met yeah. and then isse rocked yeah and uh, i had a really great time like everyone was just like super nice i saw yes. a lot of crazy shit like it was just a bunch of like punk hairstylists just like doing their thing and like i invited you to work time. right yeah 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 so you invited me to work there and like so we went it was i'm like yeah bitch i invited you to yeah. work don't forget <laughs> exactly <laughs> rock ergo the yes. reason <laughs> everything started no, i was there. just trying to paint a picture but yeah so so when, once you invited me though you know i was smart enough to say yes this mm-hmm. time and like lucky enough to be able to say yes because you know even if i came and got my hair cut by you and i didn't quit at the bank you could have still invited me in that moment like you did last time when i had a job yeah and i would have had to say no because I, I i couldn't get I'm time so off like that you I mean, so it's like, you know, jumping out of something creates all these different like Absolutely. open doors for you. And like, I'm just like continuously like trying to just reach and run for him. But uh, yeah, so we went to ISSC. It was like five days long. Yep. I felt like we were like rock Big stars. Big hair show. Yeah, exactly. I fucked up your hair, which then let you get the hair. Was that the hair? <laughs> it was, yeah, it was a and real Tom, late night yeah, haircut. And then Tom, whatever. Tom Chapman fucking cut your hair. Yeah, right? exactly. Tom yeah. Chapman, the, uh, the, 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 the barber director at JRL. Yeah, yeah. He came through it and cut my hair <laughs> for, for the <laughs> show that day. killed it. Yeah, it looked, it looked great. Dude's and then that beast. was, that was yeah. one of those moments where I was like, oh, damn. Yeah. Like, first day I walk in this yeah. place, I'm already getting my hair cut by a huge hairstylist like everything was just yeah. like this seal of approval it yeah. felt like it on top of it of course and then i got my hair cut by tom as yeah. well he was the second good hairstylist yeah. besides yourself <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, <laughs> listen i call my flaws man I'm, 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 no you've given me plenty of great cuts i know plenty oh, of great cuts yes but uh yeah so that, that was a really really good time and you know i just kind of fell in love with like the whole team and the whole like atmosphere of it all and then uh you know some stipulations came along with it i couldn't just be zach i had to be a hairstylist too so you know, uh, I That's had to go. That's so crazy, and, right? Because we we talked, and what you this is you guys set up a, a few guidelines. This, yeah, but we set up the guideline. But the story, what happens next, is just so fucking cool. Um, <laughs> we I make we make these guidelines that you know that we want you to continue to work with us. We'll bring yeah. you out, but you got to be enrolled to cosmetology school. Mm-hmm. You know, because uh, for me, I understand the importance and whatever direction you go afterwards. 
completing this journey in your life, it's going to be awesome. And I, I do believe, I actually know, I can't see in the future, but there'll be great things ahead for you in this career, any way you go in this, right? Um, but making that stipulation was uh, important. It was important. And I don't I'm, know I'm glad it did, though, because, oh, I mean, I'm going in a, in a place with hair. Like, yeah. I, I got to be, like, truthful, yeah. you know of what I mean? Course. Like, I can't be just some salesman. No, I And, know. like, that's not, like, what I want to do. And I needed to create a career around it, too. And that's what it's given the opportunity for. It's just a craft. Like I said, like, you can do it on the side with anything. Like, we're yeah. businessmen at heart. Of course. So, like, we're just going to take it in that direction. And that's of really course. our end goal anyways. Yes. But I'm glad you and Robert did set that stipulation. And, like, then I went out and I matched that. I was going to go to some hair school yeah. in, in Bakersfield. <laughs> and I was still looking for a part-time yes. job because I only got one check from you guys. Like yep. it wasn't like money. I was working with no, you no. seven days a week, you know? So Not at all. I was still looking for a job. I remember I went through two interviews at Chili's. I was like, I'm trying to work at Chili's. I'm vegan. I don't want to do any of this. It smells like meat in here. Like, like and then fuck this. they still didn't call me back in the long run. Like, I was getting rejected. I got rejected from uh, a nursery. I went to a nursery. What I swear, I think fuck? the guy just thought I was like, I, I was probably a little cocky. <laughs> but it was a nursery. It was this like, nursery. Yeah, down, I came in there with way too much info. But I, was, I, was, I grow plants too. I was, you know, I, was, I was trying to put myself in a decent environment. But I was just like looking for stuff like back and forth. And then nothing was working out because I was supposed to go to hair school like three, four days a week. And like that was Damn, a hassle that... and a half. And then I'd have to work, school, pay for that. And then, you know, it was going to put me back like thousands of dollars because, you know, you're going to school and everyone, everyone knows that's not free. So, you know, I knew what I had to do yeah. to make myself make money in the Which long run. Which was so crazy, though, mm -hmm. like you signing up for cosmetology school. <laughs> yeah, and well, in, in the long run, too. Taking like, out a $15,000 loan, Literally, dude. and that's what got me to Chicago with yes. you guys, though, because you guys wanted me to go to Chicago, yep, go to another it. hair show. You fucking did And it. yeah, and then when we were in Chicago, it was the beginning of, of April, and... I was enrolled in hair school. I was going to start April 17th. That was my first yep. day. And we were there through like the, the end of March, beginning yeah. of April. And that's when I was just trying to sell some brushes to some people hustling, trying to get hustling. a discount from Brock. Yeah. So I was like, I, I'm pretty sure I was walking over yeah. to see if I can get someone a 10% discount <laughs> on some brushes to make a sale. And then you introduced me to my current boss, my yep. mentor, Tamara. And so now I walked up and you were just like, oh my gosh, this is my cousin. And I was like, this is not what I'm Dude, here because for, she, but it was yeah, the perfect yeah, yeah, yeah. situation. It was fucking perfect because she had always come up to me like so many times. Um, Tamara Dayhill, mm -hmm. um, based out of Burbank, California. Yeah, I don't know why. Toluca Lake, California. Toluca Lake. Yeah, check out her salon. Uh, but that that being said, she was she's always asked me like, oh, come like work one day or. I'm know, pretty like, sure she was she was yeah. hassling no, you was. at the moment about she working was. in her yeah, salon. Yeah, and I was like, so nah, I came to break nah, a little nah, heat nah, up nah. real quick. <laughs> no, but, but I was like, if you want, if you, you know, I can't give you this Goldberg, but here's one. Yeah, and then and then what happened next? She was literally like, oh well, my apprentice right now is looking to go start on her own. Like I'm looking for someone new, and I was like, wait, hold on, you want to pay me to get my education and work with you out in Los <laughs> Angeles, beautiful. like. Uh, yeah. yeah, and we're in Chicago right now. <laughs> so I'm like, that's wonderful. Let's so connect, crazy. exchange information. And then that was all like in like a five to eight minute window. Yes. Got my 10% approval, ran back, sold some brushes. <laughs> and then we finished that. That was like, that was lit. Damn. So I didn't go to hair school. Um, I end up going and seeing her. Like, I'm pretty sure that same day, instead of going to class, I told them, I'm like, I'm out. I knew I yeah. was going to work out with Tamara. Like yeah. she hadn't even given me the go that I was going to be her apprentice yet. But I was like, I'm not getting any checks from the school. Like yeah. I'm not making no. any sweat off my back right now because I didn't have a job. Yeah. I didn't have money like Nothing. that. Like just, just trying to live, you know? Fuck so yeah. I went to her 
I thought it was cool. It was really interesting. I worked with her for a full day. And then I went back like two more times and we were like, let's get the ball rolling. So it took six weeks to get the my apprenticeship license yeah. so I could start legally doing hair with her. Nice. And so in that time, and it took about like eight weeks, but I, we sent that off. The day I sent it off was the day um, I literally, it was like May, and I went to San Diego for four days. And for Memorial Day weekend, partied my ass that. off. I remember that. And then hopped on the plane, the first plane yes. I'd ever gone on alone. <laughs> flew to Florida to meet yeah. up with you. Your mom's plane miraculously got in the same exact that time. That was so crazy. Yeah, hers was like an hour early. And yeah. then we end up Ubering back to you. And then we just like went to, that was, well, we went to Florida realistically yes. for this whole trip was for yeah. Ergo. We went to yeah. uh, Premier Orlando yeah. out there. and uh, Huge trade show. Huge, huge, huge yeah. show. And so when we went out there, we ended up just like partying yeah. for two weeks and stuff God, like it was that. was so awesome. Came back. I had a job at Vita Vegan at that point I had just gotten at a vegan restaurant and I was like finally like something that I at least keep some pennies in my pocket right yeah. now and some vegan food in my gut and yeah. I was very 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 happy about it happy and like sad. oh yeah they took me to go do the, the lightning in a bottle festival too yeah, yeah, yeah. I like two weeks after I started working with them not even that I'm at a five day festival I camped for five days at a festival Damn. to sling some vegan food the whole time that's it was lit. so dope it was so lit that's yeah. so dope so I went there for it was right after Chicago so it was Chicago lightning in a bottle and then it was San Diego two weeks in Florida yep. and then we get back from Florida I was just hustling keeping everything together before I could go work with Tamara I went on my two week vacation to um, my road trip dude you were just yeah. traveling nonstop <laughs> I road for like trip a month from, yeah from San Diego to Kansas City Missouri and back for a wedding and just like to see some stuff and whatnot. And that was like a lit trip I did with my best friend, Chelsea. And, you know, that was just like a crazy cool experience. Like in this one year, like between the age of like 23 and 24, yeah, I, know. I saw like 10 states and yeah. went on like six airplanes and I had never been on a plane in my life. That's so crazy. Yeah, and it, never. It just in, in, in the span of time, it's like, it's so... <laughs> things just picked up. And I mean, I owe it to you. I mean, like I work my ass off for you everything do. it is, but you I do. mean, like you, you really helped me and put me in like these situations and yeah, like, we're just going to keep building each other of up. Course. And, like, and that's, that's what like, it is. And that, that goes back to the whole leadership thing in the, in, yeah. the, in the beginning of all this, like you are off leading in directions that you're leading in. I need to be off leading the directions I need to lead in. And we need to just build shit yes, together and exactly. make that coin, make that happiness. Yes. Like, get past all the issues and whatnot. And like life is good. And like ever it since is. then, it's been pretty much smooth sailing. I started with, with Tamara in July. You guys were letting me come back and forth. I yeah. lived here four days a week in Bakersfield three days yeah, a week. That was cool. Working seven days a week between yeah. the salon, the restaurant, and then my, my class I had to just take. Just fucking killing yeah, it, boy. Coming back and forth, back and forth, and back and forth. And now I just recently moved here with you guys. Yeah. It's been smooth sailing ever yes. since. Like, yeah, it still feels like a party, though. It I mean, does. It, uh, once you're over here in, in the valley, I guess, yeah. like the L.A. County, anywhere yeah. you're in it, there's something to be yeah. done. Yeah. Shit. But no, it's cool. You've brought life into the house. Good life. Yeah, it's, it's like it's a, been nice. You brought life air. into me. Shit. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank Anything's you. fresher than Bakersfield. So, you know, it's, <laughs> it's a fresh it's breath so for me. It's so true. It's so true, man. So this evolution of Zach, young Zach, man. So yeah, what do you think? When you make me spit it out, it's like, oh, shit, what have I been up to? Like Exactly. It's been flooring it. I'm trying to go back to like my mental like photo books right now and like just like relog all these things and like it like brings back a flood of of just like all these different like emotions and yeah. like just just seeing so many different things that I've seen in this year and being in so many different environments and meeting so many different people it's like I like want to soak it all in but it's one thing after the next. So I think that's just like the hard part about living a busy lifestyle. And you know that as well. Yeah. It's just like, we make enough time to do this thing and then we make enough time to do that thing and then that thing and then that thing. And everything just kind of starts to blur together. Yes, Even though in those moments we were there and like we made that appropriate time. And yes. like I wasn't not present for what I needed to be present for. Yeah. But then like four months down the line, I'm like, 
oh my god that i got blurred vision the whole yes. time like but the blunt down zach <laughs> <laughs> yeah but but it's just like that's the good part about it though i think like downtime causes like what do they what do they say about children like children that have free time cause trouble or some shit like that I i'm just no a child idea. when i cause well, you are when, I, when I have free time. young zach yeah. young zach fucking doing it though but see this is your story man this is your story and obviously there's more uh you know in depth um, parts of your life. I know, shit. We haven't even talked about my veganism. No, no, and that's and that's when this is going, brother. Yeah, right. I'm trying to lead the story. If you can't tell, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm just joking. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Charlie. Um, get the fuck out of here. So, uh, so veganism, man. What's yeah, that all about? Of it, what made you bring what, that what, up? What, 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 what? How'd you know I was vegan? I had no idea. You know, that's what they usually say about the vegan. Is like, oh, how'd you know that person was vegan? Oh, they told me. Like, that's usually the joke because i swear it's usually one of the things i lead with to be honest with you it's just like it's a big part of me and then like everyone's proud of it yeah yeah you're proud of it even Alyssa today she was like telling me i don't like to put like a label on it per se because you know if i mess up or like whatever it is but i'm like i want to put a label on the situation because then when i when i walk out and i'm like I'm vegan. Yeah. People are like, oh shit, he just said vegan. Like, and then you start, people sweat because they realize all the stuff that goes behind it. Like, they all seen the videos of the cows getting beat and stuff like that. Yes. They all seen the chickens. Like, everyone's seen so much of that violent stuff that, like, they know. So, like, everyone gets feeling the guilty right away. I don't want to, like, lead with that per se, but I mean, like, shit. If yeah. we got, we got a very little time that till they say like shit's really supposed to pop off with this planet and we can already see it like places yeah. like with all the hot topics going on like australia alone right yeah now. Like, i mean it's, it's it makes the, my blood boil yeah, like fire yeah, yeah it's, let it's alone insane. the earth boil um and that's I, th- I think we're at this you know dynamic shift <laughs> no 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 it's true but i think we're at this dynamic shift in in um in our culture and westernized cultures and cultures all across the globe um that we're starting to understand uh, some of us, not 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 all of us, but some of us are starting to understand the implications, like yourself. A much larger amount of people. Yeah, yeah. But where is I, I do you see a day when everyone's just not eating meat or do you I see, wish I could. Yeah. Like but it just seems so improbable because like there are so many things like it's just like you know, your own negativity, like I was talking about my own negativity drawing me back in the world. Like yeah. my veganism is something like I feel like so positive about. Yes. And I'm like, yeah, positive, positive, positive. And then like my negativity side is like when you're talking to someone and they're just like, oh, but I love meat. My whole family loves meat. It's delicious. And they have nothing other to say than like some sensory like pleasure that they get that they don't want to make a decision over. And then I get so like like put off by that because it's unfortunate because I understand how much like a sensory pleasure means to someone yeah. and like why like it's hard to tell someone else to take it away when like it's been so hard for me but I under- I understand the heavy implications of it so like I kind of come at it with like a kind of an aggressive approach sometimes because like I want people to feel that and get that too because I get that people like the taste of meat and for me it's not I didn't like the taste of meat I fucking yeah. love the taste of meat like it was good like but it's it's not just meat, it's animals. Like I love the taste of cow, I love the taste of pig and chicken. And like I don't like that doesn't sound cute to me. Like I don't that like I don't like the concept of like, you know, slaughtering all the little the animals on the farm. Like your little farmhouse that you used to play with when you were a kid. Yeah. That was just a bunch of plastic set that's probably sitting in a landfill now. Yes. Is literally just a bunch of animals that you're gonna end up slaughtering. But like there's you know, it's just like I was telling you, like uh, you know, one of like things that bothers me that pushed me vegan is like seeing like People care so much about, we were watching Don't Fuck With Cats. People get yeah. so put off by Jesus. like by what people do to a cat. And then they get yeah. so put off by what people do to like, you know, like innocent like pets and stuff. 
and like the, the kangaroo I showed you today from yeah. Australia that was burnt. Like people, but start- I do think that there's a difference between the don't fuck with cats and and the American and just you know culture that we have of mass produced mass farming. Yeah, like people are blind um, to like what's going on there. Almost like they'll see it and they're like, oh, that sucks, but I still like my meat. It's still what we do. Like, yeah. what do you expect me to live off of? And I'm like, do I look frail to people? Do I look like I'm no, falling but, apart but, sometimes? But, like, but, but, here, but here's the thing, right? Do you, I, it's kind of like a two-part question and what I'm going to say. Um, number one is, do you think that the vegan diet is good for every single diet? Um, and what, what are your thoughts on uh, like free range? You know, truly free range, wild caught um, fish animals yeah 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 okay so like as far as like like veganism being for everyone i really do think it is for everyone like some people like to believe it's not but like you can go and find the things that are in meat these days like we have so many resources like a vitamin cabinet in general like yeah some people don't want to take supplements but like Honestly, if your body's not getting what it needs to from a vegan diet, you probably need to be taking supplements anyways in for, your life. For sure, and for sure. Like having like, even like you, like you, um, you can't do gluten very well or yeah, like people no, that have nut allergies or like soy allergies. Like they say like so a true. vegan diet doesn't work for them, but it's like, there's so many other things we can eat. Like so many things that people think are necessities, like other places in the world, they can't even eat them. Like yeah. they're not even there. It's not even abundant. Like yeah. they shouldn't even have been where we're at. And sometimes not saying like support some paleo diet or anything like that. Cause I don't necessarily believe that works either. But I think if you're willing to find what works for you, it's out there. But if you're willing to settle and say like the meat works for me, this is what works for me, then like you're going to do that and you're going to suffer the repercussions in the long run. But I don't like, I think it works for everyone, but I think getting it across to making it work for everyone is the struggle, well, like building the right diet. Having uh, you know, a vegan based diet and that gives you all the nutrients, the amino acids, the you know the the proteins yes you can get them from supplements yes you can get them from um you know different types of of like tofu and soy based products yeah um and so on but to actually have all of those things it's not affordable for a lot of people most people but across I mean, the globe vegetables and soybeans are like affordable it's like what we feed of the animals course, but in a sense. it's not even just that I'm talking i think about. people on a want the luxury scale, on a global though. scale on a global scale mm-hmm. and just the, here's the thing that we've made eating food so quick so easy um to have to go out and do it the correct way one supplements cost a lot of money and mm-hmm. that's usually what people have to resort to because they're not getting and i'm not saying like the the vegan diet um, I think is good and I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. Uh, a hundred, a hundred percent. I just don't think that it is doable by on a large scale globally. Yeah. globally. I guess it and doesn't sucks. necessarily need to be done globally because like essentially we've always eaten animals and like, that's always been a thing. And like some people need to eat some animals because yeah. I guess if you're talking about like bodily, I think everyone can survive off a vegan diet, like financially or like environmentally like where they're at geographically like they might not be able to live a vegan lifestyle yes but those people usually aren't the ones with the really high impacts on the earth they're the ones feeling the really high impacts of the people that are eating the mass amount of meats it's just a long time struggle with uh, what we've been doing to the world and um well i always tell people it's a generation before you and i yeah that is uh, true that that have caused these implications and we are the first generation that is having to deal with the um 
issues that have arrived because of not caring for the world in the way that we should have in the past, you know, 150, 200 years. Yeah. And primarily the biggest chunk, you know, uh, in the earlier years has caused more and more um, issues. Factory but, farming. It's course. really been the big issue. And that's kind of where I go with a lot of it is like, you know, people can eat meat and like their sustainability with meat. I don't think there's a cruelty free version of meat. So if you stand for that, there's not. I mean, you're killing something that doesn't but work that way. What happens if but you're like, like killing it in the wild? You, you know, Joe I Rogan, mean, he it, uses a bow and he fucking does it in a way that we would have done back in our I guess early it's days. Back to do you need to do that? And like the environment we're in and the climate we're in and like what we're doing is that necessary? Like I, I to don't make it where it needs to go. But these types of animals, though, it, this is what has been done in the wild forever. Mm-hmm. And this isn't done on a wide scale, on a large scale. You know, it's it's a way that we have caught our meat, you know, what they did, you know, 100, yeah. 200 I, years ago. I would ago. appreciate everything more if there wasn't factory farming. That's like, a fact. Like, that is really, a fact. We don't like, even I have probably to like, would that is still a fact. be vegan and I probably would have never seen the light of like the yeah. animal side of it. And I like, I hate saying that too because I'm glad I've seen the light now. Yeah. But like, if factory farming didn't make things so violent and like so aggressive and make it seem like such industrialized, like systematic abuse on animals and like the, this, like the way it goes down. And then I also don't like, like, I feel like the, the people that don't get talked about are the ones that do the slaughtering. Like I don't necessarily want meat if it means some other man has to go there and like pin up cows all day long and slaughter them. Dude, it's fucking like, terrible. That's got to mentally destroy someone. So like, and you can't videotape them. There's like laws set against yeah. that. Um, so like they just get free range abuse, to be honest with you. It's fucking terrible. Yeah. And like it's that disgusting. goes back to free range too. It, it, that plays into if animals were still more free range. Yeah, if like, animals were free range, yeah. For, mm-hmm. I, 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 honestly, that there wouldn't be these, yeah. this type of issue, right? Yeah. Um, so it would be a different world. Um, oh, totally, totally. It, I mean, we, we wouldn't yeah. be... In the, yeah. the big climate crisis we're in, yeah. nearly quite as quickly or in as deep as we are right now, yeah. if it wasn't for factory farming and having the, the dairy industry and like cattle farming, like it's well, like. Well, and look at like what they're doing, you know, in the Amazon rainforest. And it's two thirds higher there. Factory based farming. Exactly. And Fires are two thirds higher in those areas where cattle farms are being raised. Yeah. And like that's wild. Like there's already plenty of fires going on when people are intentionally setting fires because. They want to put more cattle in. It's, it's like Brazil has gone through far weird, too much man. this year. It's like weird. It's so crazy to think like how you can conceptually agree on the fact that we should be doing it this way, fucking burning down large portions of the rainforest to fucking do this, you know, factory farming, mm-hmm. monocropping that is just destroying the world, yeah. you know, and I don't know any other way out of it at this point because of the population growth. Yeah. I mean, 80 or 80, it's you know, crazy the, how many the, people the, are here. The, the billions and billions, I was gonna say 80 billion. Um, I, it feels like uh, it. Uh, <laughs> when you're no, in LA traffic. Just, fuck, oh, man. <laughs> seriously, yeah. seriously. Um, but it's been growing at an exponential rate and I, <laughs> Man, I am not bright enough to mm-hmm. have an answer on how we are going to stop. But that's going to stop, behemoth. though. The, the growth of the people, I truly feel like that is going to slow down because in the next coming years, not like five years per se, but the next 20 years, like we're going to see less available fresh water, less available foods, like bigger climate issues, more droughts in certain areas. And like it's going to cause a problem where people aren't going to have the luxuries of having kids and having all these things and then all these places that are getting wiped out by climate change by like fires and by floods and hurricanes and 
you know, just like the amount of like, I know media covers it much more and I know I research these things much more because it's something I care about, but it just seems so much more present with everything. And even to hear someone be able to deny that, like freaks me out because like it literally is like there's too much evidence against it to cause it to be a lie. Well, I think that I think that there could be an answer to help some of this if it works out correctly um, is the genetically modified lab version of meats that we're growing. Mm. Um, if they are sound and safe and our bodies can handle it um, and we could do that at a large scale, well, that solves a fucking huge yeah. problem. Um, but like, I, what kind of problem is that solving in my eyes? Well, I mean, you're solving the slaughtering of animals and the uh, continuation of knocking down parts of the world that are part of Mother Earth. But you like, know, economically, we can go to well, no animals would die. Well, economically, we can go to plants and take over these lands and turn them into places we can grow food and sustainable food for ourselves rather than necessarily needing to grow well, no, meat all for the, people. No, 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 but, all the, but all the vegetables and all that shit would still grow naturally. Well, I kind of say financially natural. what people well, no, need to be yeah, looking more into is fixing things, like cleaning up things and fixing the ocean. And rather than like finding a new way to, f- to feed people, like we already have a very solid natural way to feed people with a vegan diet. What we need to do is repair what we've done and go back in and do things like put our time into the science of fixing the coral reefs and making sure we're getting that, sure. getting the, like getting like the, the, the tar spill in Brazil, yeah, like getting yeah. that cleaned what up. What about the like, Pacific, uh, great Pacific garbage patch? You yeah. Know, that, that the trash island. Up. Yeah. Like, like it's, yo, um, it's uh, what it's, it's larger than like the size of Texas. I I'm be pretty wrong sure. Right no, I'm pretty I, sure I it be, is. I could be wrong. And this young freaking kid at 16 years old created this invention that had the ability, um, to start picking up and cleaning up, uh, the trash and not only just the trash um, in our oceans, but also in like the rivers and things leading to the ocean um, where it all starts because some car- parts of the globe, they're still throwing massive and massive amounts of trash into the freaking rivers and shit. Yeah. And if we can stop it before it goes into the ocean, um, that's that would be huge. Yeah, like cleaning up the rivers. Right? Yeah, so you then have exactly finding the source. Basically, um, that's always been a big solution there. Yeah, Find absolutely. The okay, so let's see how big. Oh, there's too many sources. <laughs> no, absolutely. So it's crazy. How big is the Great Pacific Garbage Patch? I would say big as shit. Uh, yeah, bigger than <laughs> the size of Texas. So watch this. So it's definitely we were right about that, right? Great Pacific Garbage Patch. That's just wild. Um, clean up. Fuck, man. This is brilliant. But like finding solutions like this, like yes. finding ways to, to fix things, like, I don't know, like I- Boom, I, found it. Don't mean to cut name? you off. No, it's the ocean cleanup successfully catches plastic in the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. Uh, today we announced the system 001B is successfully capturing and collecting plastic debris. After one year of testing, we have succeeded in developing a self-contained system in the Great Pacific Garbage Patch that is using the natural forces of the ocean to passively catch and concentrate plastic, uh, thereby confirming that uh, get, thereby confirming the most important principle behind the cleanup concept uh, that was first presented by Boyan Siat. Uh, he was on, I think he was on Joe Rogan's podcast, um, and he did this at the TED conference in October 2012. That being said, it's the ocean cleanup, um, and it's freaking insane. Yeah, you guys should check it out, ocean cleanup. Yeah, I wonder if that has any like um, side effects to like the animals as well, like the environment. No, 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 it doesn't. Too. It doesn't. Joe, yeah, he asked him like to catch fish, and, and absolutely not. And he's like, he has this goal to clean up 
uh, I believe half or all of the Great Pacific Garbage Patch nice. in five years, right? Yeah. And most importantly, create the cleanup uh, systems in the rivers. The good. And I so mean, that's that the way it needs said, to go. Like- absolutely, absolutely. So um, I think that we're on this brink right now, man. Yeah. Where the world can go one way or the world can go the other way. Yeah. You know, and um I'm 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 an optimistic. Mm-hmm. So I like to believe that this uh all is going to go in the right direction. There's gonna be ups and downs like everyone's life, right? Think of it as a lifespan. Well we're in a down right now, yeah, really. Yeah, but you know it can go and we don't know, right? Uh but these these things like the ocean cleanup and, and even genetically modified meats and um, the ability to connect with one another at such a large scale and the amount of information that is uh, at our fingertips is fucking awesome. But in some cases, it uh, causes some issues, let's say. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah, sure, yeah for, sure. for sure. So Don't even get me started uh, on our youth. <laughs> So I, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm just, I, I like to be optimistic, but I do love that, um, you know, you're so passionate, right? Yeah. You, you got that You got I'm that definitely passion. a passion-based person. You got that passion. It's, you need uh, it in life, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh for sure. So what's, uh, what's, what's next? You going to keep riding the wave? Uh, yeah. I mean, like, it's hard to think of what's next when everything has just been like, you know, uh-huh. when, when you find yourself truly living in the moment. You know, a hundred percent, but it's like, it's so many things have been going on it, right, and right now. It's just really like, I'm in a stationary period where I've got to sit and, and just hone in what's going on right now. Like yeah. I had a busy year last year We're we're still going to all the same places this year yeah. doing the same kind of stuff. So, you know, I've just got to learn how to, to build a life that works with that. And then also sit back and make sure I'm practicing my new craft and like yes. making sure I'm practicing my new idea of, of of business and family and all the different stuff like I've got to work with right now and just like kind of like focus on that because I, I don't want to get myself like too ahead of the game and like start sprinting down the road because like I always want things like of too course. quick and I already find myself doing that we were actually just talking about that beforehand yes, yes and like yes. I just want to make sure that yeah I, I am building relationships solidly I'm building my foundation in here solidly I'm making my sure. my mindset towards my business ideas of what I could do with this and like what we're going to be able to do with this solid and like really redirecting like is like what can make me money and like what I can do that necessarily makes me money that isn't like a passion or a goal or anything like that just like learning side hustles and like so like stepping back and like watching for opportunities and stuff like I'm chasing a lot and like I kind of can just stop and like watch there's so much going on around me now like watch for the right opportunity to once again jump like you, you said it's the same thing with like the world that has the opportunity right now to go one direction or the other, yeah. really. And the same thing was said about the decisions I made earlier. Yeah. Kind of seems to be the theme is like we have the, the option to jump or not to jump. And yeah. like I've, I've jumped and like I hit my right direction. And now I'm just like, it, you, you got to hit the cruise so we can, we can grind and build and solidify and then wait for that opportunity to jump when it's approached and keep on going yeah and like just sure. like you like i don't know like you started hair like 10 years ago now yeah and it's the the things you're doing right now that hair has gotten you to almost don't even really revolve around hair necessarily no, anymore. Like, always. no so no, it's crazy it's 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 really crazy man and that's why i always tell you like no expectations yeah for sure but you know just just stay passionate stay motivated stay driven 
Um, be open-minded. You know, I believe that so many people can get their fucking blinders thrown on pretty easily um, in life. And I'm not going to say just because we're in LA because I don't believe in that shit. But um, be open-minded about everything and just keep on doing what you're doing because it's it's the hard work that has really gotten you here. And it's the ability to take risk, man. You're you're good at taking risk. You've, you've fucking have rolled up each time. So... Um, if you My poker looking, skills, looking, you know, looking <laughs> double down, bitch. No, uh, if you have but the, high risk, high reward, man, you do. That's of a course. good example of yeah, that. Like, yeah, yeah. And no one ain't... to pull back and no one to fucking do it. But yeah. you have that like more courage than I do, uh, in, in that, in that sense. Yeah. Um, but if you, <laughs> thank you. I didn't say, yeah, you, but like, thank, I was no, like, yeah, 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 like, yeah, thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, if you were looking back at a younger you, um, a few years ago, what, if you could say anything to that younger self, um, knowing what you know now, what would it be? Knock your shit off. Knock your fucking shit off, man. Like I am always just like looking for like some like cop out yeah. or like I'm looking for some opportunity to say like, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Like life did this. Like, but like, fuck it, man. Like it's you. Yes. Like, man up, get the situation and like yes. find your way. Like do what you need to like quit throwing these pity parties like I was talking about and just like get shit done, man. Yeah. And like now that I feel like I've been like really trying to like get shit done and like take a hold are. of it and like, you know, and that goes along with like even like you don't have to be humble, but you got to be humble. And there's a time and a place, but like Hell fucking yeah. Like I have yeah. really busted my ass Good. over the last five years of my life. I have yes. really worked to be where I'm at right now. And it's not like I'm sitting in some Bentley living on top no, of the world, no, no, but like no, no. I'm sitting in the lane to get to my Bentley kind of feel. And like, that's, that's, that's just right, like, brother. That, that's the way it's got to go. Like, Bentley. yeah, <laughs> I got to be happy about it. I got to be proud of it. Like I have to respect myself and like, I have to be able to say like, hell yeah, you did it. Like yeah. there's a hell, like a ton of hands that have reached out and helped me, but like, I had to physically you lift did up and the grab work. them. You like, did the work. I had to reach out and grab that hand too. Like you can only be pulled up if you're trying to. So that's the way I've looked at it. And like, I, I believe in myself. I'm super happy, but I also know like what's gotten me here, who has gotten me here and like how I'm going to continue to get there. And like the luck of it, like shit, like just even going back to the five minutes of meeting Tamara yeah, that and that reconstructed awesome. my whole capability. The whole fucking year. capabilities because like, you were just about to drop 15K exactly. to go to a cosmetology school in Bakersfield, California. Exactly. In Bakersfield, California. In Bakersfield, bitch. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. like straight up, bro. Yeah, and, I could easily be on meth right now. Yes, to be honest yes, with you. Yeah. Yes. Show me your ass, boy. Yeah, like, oh, I'm good, I'm good. It's no. just the weed. <laughs> I swear to God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Honestly, I could very well easily think, God, I'm gay, because I could have yeah. someone pregnant right now. Like, that's yeah. a good possibility, <laughs> too. Like, you know, there's so many other places I could that's be. so funny. But, like, I could be $15,000 more in debt. Yes. I could be not getting paid to go to school. I could be getting a low-income, like, education. And now I'm in a spot where sometimes it's hard to recognize what I yes. have. But, like, it's also, like, I'm in a spot that is so much better than I ever could imagine myself being in as far as what my education looks like, my financial situation. Like I'm getting taught one-on-one working for someone, getting paid and getting tips and getting my education. And like in the long run, 
I'm technically less out of debt than when I started and I'll have a license in the end. So it's like that only makes sense. Like there's no math that could rule against that. Dude, that's, it's such a fucking awesome story. Like even if you're not a hairdresser, you, you don't even just looking and listening to your story. It just, it, it blows my fucking mind, you know? And it's so cool. Uh, to watch you grow into the man that you are. And uh, it's fun, dude. This has been my very first podcast, and uh, it's been awesome. Yeah, I, it's been rather enjoyable on my end, yeah. Uh, any last words, my brother? Man, just keep it up. Like, same thing I got to give to myself back then would be the same thing I'd give to me and you. Like, now is just, like, keep it up. Get your shit together. Like, just keep everything. Keep this momentum you have, like, this this beautiful attitude for life like the way you keep drawing people in like that's a big aspect of it too is like how you bring people up like you you. there's so many so like i'm just like i'm like a new case (laughs) as far as like brock's like helps like brock's come ups in life with like the way he's helped people out and like i'm lucky for the like my opportunity i want to thank you for that i want to uh also thank the the once again the spontaneity of the world yeah yeah of yeah, how yeah this is like i wasn't even yeah. like last night i wasn't even supposed yeah. to be on a podcast no and then no. today like everything mixed around and now i'm like your first podcast dude and, it's like, it's uh, it worked great f- yeah <laughs> needless to say like, yeah. my god like i'm like i'm so fucking high right now yeah. <laughs> that, that, both that, on the podcast no, the no, podcast no, no, like, the I'm like in the back of my head, i'm like damn this actually went really fucking good <laughs> like, yeah I'm, I'm happy yeah. To, i'm happy to hear that yeah, and it yeah. feels really good this feels natural you you sound really great on here and like, it's <laughs> just like good. you you've worked yourself up in your environments as well and you have the right to say like i fucking deserve this like this is another one of my moments like i've continued to shine i'm gonna continue to yes, shine are, brother and like no you man you oh, this is oh. you <laughs> <laughs> i am but yes like you're gonna yeah. continue to shine the way thank you do you, and you're gonna <laughs> continue to do great like you're doing things that like like you don't need anyone's approval for this like you never yeah. did like you literally said i'm making a fucking podcast yeah you have people around you that rally around you that are like make a fucking podcast and you're like okay well, I'm doing it with or without you and yeah. then we're like but we're with you and you're like okay but I'm doing it <laughs> and I'm like fucking do it and so it's just like it's 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 great it's like together. you do what you want to do like always like it's always like a Brock show that, like, <laughs> it works like not in like any type of arrogant way like no, Brock you. lives his life according to how Brock wants to live his life and that's exactly that's cool. the way that people fucking should live it and like yeah. you you have taught me how to like deal with a lot of my own things like yeah. it's nice to be living with another Another Goldberg that yeah. um, is a different angle of Goldberg than I'm typically used to. Next generation and, yeah, Goldberg, yeah, bro. We're, we're some- so I told my therapist, like straight <laughs> up. He goes like, what does it mean to be a Goldberg? And I got, and I was like, uh, just after I was like dropping Bold some question. shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Oh, fuck, I love this guy. He's amazing. But that being said, um, he asked what it, mean, what it means to be a Goldberg. And we had talked about this before, but like... I so disassociate myself kind of from like that past Goldberg and I align myself with this next generation of Goldbergs mm-hmm. and um, we have to continue to push forward and anyone, everyone, fucking everyone, man, life is too short. It's the, bl- it's a blink of a fucking eye. Yeah. So I know people all across the globe, they go through atrocities, man. And I'm very sorry, but you have to be able to try your hardest to live your life under your own rules while respecting the people around you. Yeah. Because, you know, I do not want to leave this earth without saying, fuck, man. Like I came here, I did what I wanted. I fucking made 
amazing fucking memories of people that I truly fucking love, family, the whole nine. And, 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 and you did your way, man. You know, do it your fucking way. Absolutely. Stand up, dude. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to Back to Your Story. Have a good one. Peace, motherfucker.